Yo, 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 what it do, what it do. I am joined by the co-hosts with the mostest on episode 39. We made it to 39 weeks. I'm happy. I feel great. We're only getting better. How about you? How's your week been? I'm going pretty well. How's your week, man? Uh, it's been great. No, fuck. Uh, it's been okay. It's been, you know, like we just finished talking about getting back on that um, working out life. It's not a grind. It's a lifestyle, of course. Getting back on that, eating consistently, eating good, you know, being in control of your body, being in control of what you put in and what, um, well, you can't really control what you put out, but what you put in, you know, um, drinking tea is a good way to really calm yourself and help you um, get to sleep. That's right, been recommended to eat. me. You know what I'm saying? Huh? You are what you eat. You are what you eat. You exactly are what you eat. You are what you consume, you know. Right. And as soon as you can really come to facts, come to face that fact, you you'll be better off. Um, going to the gym is a bit hard because of all the gyms being closed right now. But if you can go to a gym, if you can sign up or whatever, and please take as much advantage as that of, of that as you can because it will only do justice to you. And don't, I mean, obviously you go to the gym to work out and everything. Don't take it lightly. Take it very seriously. Also, don't forget to wear your mask, of course. But drinking tea at night really helps you. Reading a book, maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes of a, of a, a good book, that helps you think. Uh, not helping you think, but that will have you thinking about new things that just be able to expand your imagination. And I've been doing uh, intermediate fasting. Today was my first day. Basically, I did not eat until two o'clock in the, in the afternoon. And so to have that type of um, discipline over my body, over my, um, my, yeah, my discipline over my body, you know, like I can wait, I can wait until two o'clock. I am in control, not my body, not my, um, temp not any temptation, you know, I am in full control. Right. No. Thank you and everyone else that supported and helped me get to this point in life to point where I am in regards of working out and being consistent with it. All right. Hey, the, the summer body is made in the winter. And yeah. That's the thing that a lot of people forget. Yeah. So you're on the right track. I don't even think it's winter yet. So it's going to be. It's, it's, I mean, Thanksgiving was just yesterday, you know, Thanksgiving just yesterday. Today's Black Friday. Like we're, we're, I mean, 2020 has been such a long year, you know, mm -hmm. full of very emotional, very bad stuff. You know, we lost a lot of great figures, a lot of notable people this year. And just to be able to find something that can help gather yourself, help strengthen yourself, it's it's a it's a blessing, you know, and it's an opportunity that we cannot allow ourselves to just pass up on, you know? If even if we can't find a, find our way to the gym, going outside for a walk, getting that vitamin D, wherever you are in the world that, you know, it's, it's very, you know, the weather's not too cold or the weather's not too bad for you to do so. You know, it's, um, it's just important that living in Los Angeles, we're definitely where I'm at. You know, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to go outside and not be so dry or hot to the point where I can't even, I have to stay inside so I don't, you know, burn up. You know, every pretty much every day I can wake up at noon 
and I can either go outside and go for a walk or a run and be comfortable in a long sleeve, or I could do the same thing in a tank top. It's it's very odd, but such a thing, just appreciative, um, you know, plus by, you know, to living in Los Angeles. You know, when I didn't live here and everyone was like, oh, the weather's so great, the weather's so nice. I'm like, okay, weather's nice where I'm at. What's so special? But now I realize like you can, you can pretty much do anything, you know? Right. <clears throat> so I, uh, I want to start off this week with a new song, with two new songs, but I just want to let this one play for a little bit. This is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you, Lucky Day. Thank you, Lucky Day. On the topic of music, though, Lil Wayne, Maga Wayne, making his debut on No Sinnings 3. It's a new, it's a, it's a mixtape on Dat Piff on YouTube. It was produced by the only, the one and only, We The Best Music, DJ Khaled. And a, a, a most anticipated, the most anticipated song on the project was that new Drake and Lil Wayne record. I've listened to it. You have not. You have your first time to listen to it. But before we get into that, I want to talk about Lil Wayne a little bit. Uh, Lil Wayne is, he's, you know, doing what he was doing with, uh, you know, President 45, very sketchy, very, very uh, interesting for it to be at that time. I don't know what's going on now. That's the thing. I don't know who, if the plan, that platinum plan is falling through. I don't know if, it is going anywhere. If it has gone anywhere, I don't really know. But the I'm hearing a lot of good reviews from the project. Drake being on the record, he pretty much takes over this record as he does most of records. He's he's talking that talk. He sounds very uh, drizzy-like on this record. Very drizzy-like. And I'm I'm about to I'm about to, I'm about to fucking play it. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. The blues is now kicking and dinner is three Michelin. I don't eat red meat, but still got beef sizzling. Okay. Know that I need discipline. I keep singing for all these hoes. They keep listening. Niggas love to roll up with the boy and that fishes, but we are not equivalent, dog. I've been the only child, don't need siblings, and I'm past them like the times that he's living in. Okay. Man. If you saw what I flew here, you'd be like, he's sickening. If you're not running some top, we're not going to keep kicking it. <laughs> we start that. Hey, 
I'm searching for the instrumental on YouTube. I need that shit. But still got beef sizzling. Know that I need discipline. I keep singing for all these hoes. They keep listening. Niggas love to roll with the boy and that fishes, but we are not equivalent, dog. I've been the only child, don't need siblings. And I'm past them like the times that he's living in. Okay, have a roll was an eight-seater. Before that, I got the bedroom high with a space heater. On top of that, I didn't have shit to my name either. That's real. But now I'm giving house tours till it's back to world tours. Play that mask off when they find a real cure. I may not be good for it, but I'm real tour. Yes, sir. No time for it, but give Richard Mill tour. That's the only way I know how to express love. My dogs love sticks and drums like they quest love. All them jokes about Aubrey, they got me messed up. Six, 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 six. For real. I come with a lot of complications inside me. It's always people misleading me that are trying to guide me. Yes, sir. Everyone wants to try me, but no one wants to buy me. Nah. Everyone wants to meet me, but no one wants to keep me. <laughs> Everyone talking lemons when everything is peachy. Yeah. Everyone got their hands out and it ain't to reach me. Uh-huh. How you feel about that shit, man? <laughs> he was killing it. That was nice. He was, was doing it. That was great. And that was the first listen, too. Like, yeah, was, normally if I'm listening to a song for the first time, it's like, it's hard for me to, to grasp. But off the first listen, I can tell it's something that I'm, I'm going to listen to again. Oh, my goodness. He was, it was, everything was smooth. I was off the, but it took me off the first listen. I'm on YouTube, BB uh, King Freestyle, Instrumental, whatever. I'm like, damn, they ain't got that shit, man. But, um, Lil Wayne, he does he does Lil Wayne things, but Drake just, I mean, it wasn't like he was trying to be super or anything. He was just talking that talk, man. And it felt refreshing because that beat is so smooth, and he was just he was just going at it. You know what I mean? He's just very smooth with it. I'm hoping. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's how Drake. I think that's how Drake usually does. Whenever, you know, January is coming. Right, the winter's coming. The boy is coming, and it's only it only makes sense for him to be on different. Everyone be a feature on other records until you know his arrival is finally here. So to have it almost December to be on another record, and I'm I'm more than positive he's going to be on maybe one or two more records until um, you know mid December January. But you know it's really odd, and I think I think the the superstars i think the big three got the memo regarding COVID and everything i think the big three got the memo i think drake cole and kendrick got the memo because drake he been he's for a while he said album 2020 we get that that's great cole he announced the fall off didn't did he announce this year though i think he announced this year i think so too um I, I can't confirm or deny at this given moment, but he did he did announce a, an album title though. And yeah. Kendrick, we all expected these three gentlemen to drop this year. And I think everyone got the memo about what's going on to drop next year because it's already about to be December. I know for a fact, Cole and Kendrick are not about to drop in the same month. That's just not gonna happen. And so I feel like this is, I mean, honestly, this is only going to give these guys and every every artist that was anticipated to drop this year a valid excuse, a valid reason to pull the pull, pull back and then continue to get better on it. They have no excuse. When 
2020 or when they finally drop next year or whenever Kendrick wants to drop, they have no excuse. If anything, definitely with Kendrick. It's been three years. It's almost about to be four. It only anti, it only adds up to the expectations. You know, Drake, we have been so privileged to have a new Drake um, project almost every year, but everything's always been sounding somewhat different or a lot what different. And so with, with Kendrick taking his, his sweet time, as he should, go for it. It's only going to add up to the pressure, you know. But is there um, anything more you want to say about the Drake, the Drake feature? That was great. I, I enjoyed it. You were just talking. It wasn't really a rap. Yeah, he was, just, he, he was just floating. You know, he was just floating on that. Moving on to Fleets, something that has been out for probably about two weeks. Fleets is, if you haven't noticed, or if you don't have Twitter, Fleets is the story option for like Instagram. Instagram has stories, Facebook stories. I, I mean, it's it's shocking that Twitter even has it. Um, LinkedIn has stories, which I think is very funny. Out of all apps and <laughs> websites for LinkedIn to have stories, that is crazy. But for Twitter, I mean, it was almost a it was a, almost an instant update. Like I saw someone mention it. And then I'm like, eh, whatever. And then I, whenever I get out, when I'm done with the app to avoid getting my battery dead, I just exit. I just get rid of the app. I don't just let the pace, you know, sit on my phone. And so when I got back on, it just uh, da, 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 update, bam. I just see a bunch of circles on the top of my timeline. And it was cool. It was cool, you know? And then about two days later or a day later, I finally got the voice notes something that I don't see anyone using anymore, but it, it was, uh, it was really cool to have something new. You know, how do you feel, Def, how do you feel about the voice notes, especially because of the, well, like Snapchat was made for recording and instant, instantaneous messaging. Instagram was made for pictures, right? Videos, capturing pictures. Um, Facebook was just whatever it's made to be. Like, how do you, I mean, just how do you feel with, okay, another, another app with the stories? Like, okay, what else? Like, how do you feel? I think it's a, it's a great move for Twitter because in my opinion, I already think Twitter is like just the best social media, like currently standing for multiple reasons. One, it has, it has pretty much for anyone with, it has a certain interest for everyone. Mm-hmm. It can fill in anyone, you know, what they're interested in, um, sports, hip hop, and it's different opinions too, because with Instagram and when you try and find content with the whole explore page, mm-hmm. that's, it's cool. I like the explore page because it's giving you options, but through Twitter, you can just go see like directly the most popular tweets. And also you can, with the latest feature you know, where you can go see the most recent tweets. That's something that Instagram used to do chronological order, but they don't do that anymore, which is, I don't know why they stopped doing it. Yeah. They should probably bring that back if they want to stand a chance to be honest, but yeah, I'm seeing, I've, I noticed like with my story numbers, 
on Instagram versus Twitter. Goodness, it's that's a lot. Sickening. Um, for a minute, Instagram kind of like decreased. You know, my stories, my numbers on my stories on Instagram was gone. I'm like, I'm I'm only assuming because people were just like off of Instagram for a minute. And then they, you know, started to come back a few days ago. So I feel like Twitter really made, <clears throat> it wasn't like a, a big move, like it's it's stories. But the fact that they're doing it, just get, okay. It's like Everyone, icing on the cake. Yeah, because a lot of join November 2020 accounts <laughs> started tweeting. <laughs> and it, it was just, okay, see, we got off. We can get Instagram people on Twitter. That's just gonna. That's gonna be. It's sad. It's really sad because Instagram, like Instagram, is, in my opinion, before even really becoming a avid user on Twitter, Instagram just seems so new, so refreshing, friendly, like user friendly. Now it's like it's so disgusting to be on my timeline. I'm on my timeline. I don't want to see um, NBA memes, NBA vids, comic. And, just and they're not even good ones, to be honest. Really? It's not. <laughs> it's like, like the washed up. And I, I get a lot of the same posts on different days, but it's actually, it's not necessarily that one post, but I'm getting, for example, the same photo by different accounts. Yeah. It's weird. Like, the whole algorithm is messed up. I really don't enjoy it. Also, I think it caters a little too much to your search interests. Like, yeah, I'll search something, right? But I don't just because I search something, that's not my interest. I don't want that shit appearing on my feed. You know what I'm saying? Like certain stuff like hip hop, I'm fine with getting like recommendations because that's like like so, that's something I'm interested in. But if I if I type in something else, like um I don't know, like something about like street art. You know, I don't all of a sudden want street art on my stuff. Like, right. it's, it's just, yeah, it's weird because like I, <clears throat> I liked a, a video of, of a friend of mine. He plays basketball and two days ago. And then today it, it's the first thing on my on my timeline again. I'm like, yeah, I, even though you liked it, it's it's just yeah. makes no sense. And it's and from the research that I did. From the research I accumulated, okay, basically the people you get who you get is off of how much you interact with them. So if we interact pretty much every day, you're gonna see more of me and I'm gonna see more of you. So right. if I guess I don't, if I have like a thousand followers but only interact with 10 of them on a daily basis, I'm only gonna get 10 and that 990 um is never gonna really see my stuff. Which is not cool because as advert podcasters, artists, musicians, people who, creators, it's important that I get to be able to share my stuff to my followers. And it's weird because I had did a, um, I did a, a promotion on a page for uh, a, a specific YouTube video and that got like, like a hundred and like it, it reached like almost over a thousand people, but I got almost like 200 likes and everything. And it's weird because it's definitely never, it's never definitely from people I've never met. I never fought, you know what I mean? Like it's people, it's strangers. But I'm like, I got like 400 something already. Yeah, it's not even hitting to those people at all. 
and it's just really weird. They it's either they on Mark Zuckerberg is just really stupid, or whoever's in charge of Instagram is just really dumb. And they're just trying to cater to the celebrities. They're trying to cater to the Kylie Jenners, the whoever who the Instagram models. It just but why? It's like I that's get a it. Great point money, that you brought like, up. You know that's, what I mean? Like that's a great point that you brought up. The fact that it's like catered to all these like major influencers. That's true. Cause most of my explorer feed is like these major inf- influencers which is cool to an extent but i want like people that i can actually like i want to know people who are have the same interests as me and i'm and not these huge influencers that i'll never be able to communicate with just because they're just they're just way too massive they're not going to give me the time of day yeah and i follow avid creators i follow skateboarders artists painters podcasters photographers I want to see their work. I don't care about these whoever, X and Joes and X and Ys. I don't care about these people. No, I didn't follow this person. I don't want to see this person. I don't like any, you know what I mean? Like the memes, that's cool. But like you said, I'd be seeing the same meme from five different accounts just scrolling. And it's a fact. It's just a mere fact. It's my timeline. I don't care what you suggest me. Suggest that on the Explore page. I don't want the Explore page on my timeline. You know, it's right. it's my timeline. If I want if if I want them, I will follow. That is only going to make me delete and block them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't right. want to. You know, it's just weird. And it's possible. It's probably going to take a lot of deleting the app and not using it. You know. Like, I don't know why they would hurt themselves for, I guess, money makes anything, makes anyone do stuff. I think that's like, it right You there. know what? what's another thing I think Twitter has that Instagram doesn't? And it's a, this is a game changer. You know, the stories that Twitter added is cool, but that's not necessarily a game changer. What Twitter has and what, and what they've had for like a lot of years now is that trending page. That yeah. is amazing because... Okay, well, there you can get yourself a news app and see the big stories, but the trending page has trending topics in different areas. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want news just about what's happening in Congress. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. trending in sports. There's trending in hip hop. Um, there's trending, trending in, in just other stuff. You know, and there is also trending in politics. Like, yeah, I can get all of those trending and, in COVID. Right, and then when I actually like. I don't know. It's, it's basically the best way for me to get news, like yeah, actual is. news, because the trending algorithm is based on the people interacting it with it, not influencers posting it out. Exactly. So when I click on a trending topic, I can actually see like actual people, not news outlets. I can see their opinions and I can see what's actual news that I should be caring about. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's, uh, it's, it's Twitter's always has been more free you know what i mean like even if twitter does have some things that could be fixed you know but twitter is always i mean even the new things about you can decide who um the you know what um besides like deciding who can respond or who you want to respond in the thread the voice notes was a cool thing a cool addition i think all we're waiting for is the voice notes and the dms that's what i've been waiting on <laughs> i've been waiting on that for a minute the DMs. <laughs> but just to get like just to try out different things 
you know, the stories, I mean, the stories doesn't have to stay. It could have just been a, I want to, I want to try something. Twitter just wants to try something and then they could get rid of it. Like none of these new things is what make is as ever really, it's not what it's made, it's not what made Twitter. These are just additions. You know, this is just icing on the cake, like you said before. But Twitter, yeah, because you can, everyone, I don't say everyone, but pretty much anyone can have a banger, you know, like a blow up tweet or whatever. Right. Instagram doesn't have that aspect. I mean, the only way like someone who is just like an average person, like let's say like I'll just use like a high school student Mm -hmm. as an example. Let's say, you know, just average person, two, three hundred followers. The only way that they can get their posts blown up with like likes and comments is if like Bleacher Report or House of Highlights like reposts it. And that's the only way. But with Twitter, you can make a banger tweet. Yeah, and I, I have a lot of friends who do it. And it's yeah. honestly, it's pretty straightforward. At times, it can be really cheesy. Come like, okay, cool. You no. want a cookie or something? Like, yeah, this is yeah, a yeah. Shit tweet. But a lot of times, like, bangers are actually, like, good. Yeah. I'm like, okay, like, I didn't think of this. So I respect you for thinking yeah. of this. So you deserve all these likes. And you're right. Like, a lot, like, everyone can, can almost get a banger. There's bangers that like, this is the same thing from which is which is like has good and bad. There's two yeah. sides of that. Like okay, anyone like if anyone can do it, then anyone can do it. Is it it's like, I've seen bangers like okay, like literally, this just was said. It just time I guess went forward. Oh yeah, like time the same repetitive forget, beat, like you know like what the I mean? motivation accounts. Yeah, um, or like someone using the same joke. Yeah, like or those um those those like sexual fantasy accounts like yeah oh <laughs> yeah you, you gotta make sure you, you you gotta make sure your girl comes first like exactly. that same tweet like just yeah. paraphrased and it gets like 100k likes and i see it every week and those uh those accounts of like those catfish models saying the same things over and over again those pretty much yeah it's 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 cheesy but you know it it's it's free play you know you know what i mean it's it's, it's free to right. play so it's um instagram has a lot to learn i mean it's just they would be so great if they didn't try to mess up their own stuff but i guessing because they want people to pay for promotions and everything like that they're just gonna go out go the route to get the most money or get some get money out of our pockets same same goes to uh like nba 2k you know what i mean yeah it's it's sixty dollars for the regular game. Um, you got your either your PSN or your Xbox Live. You can play, you can grind, and everything. But do you want to grind countless hours, or do you want to pay a hundred dollars, two hundred, three hundred to get the most VC to help you level up, buy boost, buy all the cool stuff faster? So it's you know what I mean. It's it is what it is. At the end of the day, like I'm not searching to get a banger. I'm not searching to, you know what I mean. I'm just doing what I've been doing, and we, I just let the cars float as they may. But yeah, I feel like the fleets was a good idea. I mean, it's not an original idea, but for Twitter and how it's being executed, man, the 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 refrigerators I've seen, and I'll tell you what a refrigerator is off air, but whatever. The refrigerators I've seen shaking some shaking some stuff is I mean goodness. <laughs> I I hate the only thing I hate about the fleets is I hate touching on it and it says it has like view 
profile picture of V Fleets. When I tap on that, I want to see the vids. I want to see that. Oh, right. I want to see that. I want to see the action. Yeah, I want to see that action. Plus, another thing they need to fix is besides that, the being able to just get to the fleet, they need to have a restart. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Like a loop? <laughs> they need to have a loop. Well, does Instagram have a loop already? I don't think they have a loop for their stories. I don't. I don't think they have the loop. But what what Grant what Insta has if if I press on the left, it will oh, restart. Right, right. And so every time I press on the left, it goes to a different account. And I'm like, I gotta just nah, man. I, I, I the the action I've seen, I have to have a loop or a replay something. I need a slow motion feature too, cause. She was killing it. She was killing it. She was. But anyway, uh, neither here or there. Uh, Kevin Hart. Let's. Um, there's a lot to talk about Kevin Hart, just especially because of what happened today. So if you haven't noticed, Kevin Hart dropped a released a special called "No Fucks Given," and it was funny. It had its moments. I love the COVID jokes. <laughs> I love the COVID jokes, um, calling it the vid. That was really funny. That was new. I really liked that. The COVID jokes were nice, but it kind of, uh, it, it sparked a lot of controversy, I guess, as, as it would in 2020, where he calls or alludes to his daughter, which I think is 10 or whatever now, because he always talks about his kids throughout his specials. Um, he he refers elusive his daughter having whole t- whole tendencies because he yeah she's not ten years old she's probably fifteen actually because she's just started ninth grade and she uh, was bringing like okay she's bringing like one day she bring Tom um, she like she's in love with Tom and Kevin okay Tom is cool and everything then like a few days later she bring over Jack oh Jack is cool okay she, she's loving Jack and then a few days later she bring over Matt and then okay Matt's cool and Kevin likes him and everything and he alluded to her his daughter being a hoe having hoe tendencies and this thing's kind of been out for about a week already it's just kind of ironic, not ironic, but it's interesting of like why today it's been a week since it's been out that people are really starting to really talk about it. But to yes, yeah, today he um, Kevin Hart joined a it's a it's an app called um, Chat House, if I'm not mistaken. I have the app. Well, I thought I did, and it's a um, it's a it's a it's a new social media app where pretty much we're talking, but it's only audio, and you can make a make a chat house. It's, everyone can j- chime in and talk and everything. And what the group of the chat house was is Kevin Hart funny, and Kevin joined in because what I what is interesting is that he's a investor in the app, and so he chimed in and they were talking and everything. And there are things that I don't know for sure because the it wasn't the full footage. Someone screen recorded the audio. It wasn't the full audio. And so I was only able to get a piece of it. From what I understand is that Kevin what Kevin said, um, black people are quick and tear down other black people more than white people do. And 
and and just that and just in that context i can that is somewhat true because in my experience i mean i'm black and white i've seen how multiple communities treat each other and so he's not necessarily wrong but i think because he's not he's not in i mean of course he's black but he's not he's so he's so rich he's so well off for many 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 years to come generations to come and so i don't i think even though he is somewhat right he doesn't have to go through that anymore physically like he's it's it's only going to be on twitter talking it's all chit chat it's all talking stuff and so even if things are hurtful or these words are hurtful words can only hurt if you let them you know you're successful you're not only are you successful you're a successful black man that is rich that is a movie star funny you you're set for life and you you have a really great life and what i was not able to hear or read or hear is that black women were challenging his logic with great questions and from what I read, though, he was very dismissive of them, which is not nice. Which is not nice. Um, I, it's 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 very troubling because I'm a big fan of Kevin Hart. I I admire his work ethic. I mean, this guy works out and works. I mean, he his day. If you ever see his Netflix documentary, "Don't Fuck This Up." He is up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. with his trainer, getting it in. And not only, I mean, he just has so much to deal with on a daily. And it just gave me so much neat insight on who he is as a person. And it's very troubling to name a special no fucks given. Okay, you said what you said and you don't give a fuck. But I don't, if I'm going to say it like on here, I don't give a fuck. And then... It comes out and I start reading the comments. Okay, I give a fuck. Right. I start reading now. Okay, I start reading the comments and reacting to them. Okay, I, okay, I give a fuck. You know, yeah. like he obviously does give a fuck. He obviously does, and it. I guess because like Kevin, I think Kevin knows he can't be like Dave Chappelle. I think Kevin knows he's very limited. And what he can say, Dev, even as a comedian, you know, because he he holds a very tight ship with a lot of people in it. You know, unlike Dave, Dave is fucking he's solo. You know what I mean? Like he he's not Mr. Businessman. He's not you know, what I mean, he's like he's like Eminem, like he's he's strictly to what he does, which is stand up, which is, you know, he's not Mr. Businessman. He's not corporate he's just what yeah, he that's does why he turned down 50 million hey listen on to dave real fast he turned down 50 million okay if you ever listen there's not many people like dave Chappelle. if if you're offered 50 million take that okay listen it have been more to be honest I, oh, I think it should have been 100 million plus I think that was in like the early, the mid two thousands. I think two thousand four. Okay, so yeah, early to mid. I mean, it, there's also inflation, but I mean, if Joe Rogan's getting hundred million, Dave Chappelle should get maybe like a five hundred, three, four, five. 
<laughs> yeah, 500 million. It's two different things anyways. Um, yeah, on today for a little bit, though, some of y'all just got to check yourselves and know y'all worth. Listen, if y'all getting 50 million, y'all better sign that contract. If y'all getting 5 million, sign that shit, okay? Right. Not many people like Dave Chappelle, but onto Kevin Hart still. Yeah, it's it's troublesome. It's troublesome because I love I love his movies. I love him. He's a great father. He's a great fucking role model. He does pretty much everything great. And I think that's so that's it's so weird because with black people, like President Obama, like people, their expectations was you have to be perfect. You know, you have to be perfect. You cannot mess up. You cannot, you know what I mean? They got them on wearing a tan suit for Easter. It's just crazy nonsense, you know? And it's weird because we, we, we mentioned about LeBron James in the media, how they attack pretty much, pretty much everything about him. And it, it sells, it sells and it drives. And it's the narrative. It's the narrative that people try to right. portray and try to exploit or try to push you know, a narrative, an agenda. And with Kevin, because of how successful he is, it can be seen as though people are trying to do that. I'm not, I'm not going to say they are because it would be as if I'm dismissed. I'm saying, if I was to say that, it'd be as if the, what the women were saying and how they're feeling is not to be cared for and that's a matter. I feel as though if you watch the full thing, not just the stand-up or not just a clip, because I feel like a lot of people are reacting to a clip, which is dangerous. I watched the full thing. And what the premise of the, the premise of the stand-up was he was asleep. And when he was done, he woke up to his wife. And in, to his wife, he was like, yo, I had this crazy dream. I was doing stand-up in my house, in my basement. And I called my daughter a hoe. It's like I, I was saying things I never would say. Like I was like my daughter's a hoe. Like he was, he admitted to like, yo, I would never say these things. Like this was a, you know what I mean. And yeah. so, it's 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 just you know, eh. That's an issue. Do. A lot of people and they try doing it to a lot of black artists like Kanye. They'll take a clip, but they miss the whole premise. Of- yeah what he was saying there's no context and then twitter has a field day oh my god how could he say something like this like shut the fuck up yeah like no for real like twitter some like most of y'all are really stupid let's just be real yeah you know shout out to joe bog uh joe rogan and shout out to joe budden real fast um two of the most successful podcasters in the game and specifically Joe Budden. Listen, same thing with him. If y'all don't get it, at least educate yourselves and then make an opinion, okay? Because some of y'all try to pretend like y'all know something, y'all know how someone's brain works, and then you just say say some stuff. Do not do that because that is not healthy for you. It is not, okay? Back to what you were saying about the one-minute clips. It's dangerous. That will show you. That would just poke holes through you. Oh, he didn't watch it. Oh, she didn't watch it. You know, you if you're going to talk about something, know what you're talking about completely. Okay? 
Kevin Hart didn't just didn't do a one minute stand up and say, "Oh, my daughter's a hoe and she has whole tendencies." Listen, to be honest, I don't really give a fuck. You know why? Because it was a stand up, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, also, it's a fucking stand up, fuck. I think we're, you we're bitch ass niggas are fucking sensitive to everything. I think it's fucking annoying. It's annoying, man. It needs to be mentioned. I don't know if this was mentioned before. This might be a crazy hypothetical. I don't know. This might be outlandish, but. We also have to consider he's a comedian. Oh, you know, you're right. I need to, I need to, right once again, I, I haven't done much like looking into this stuff. Like okay. I need to okay. do my own research. I'm not just going to say something so bold. I'm yeah. going to back it up. I'm just saying, I'm going to throw yeah. it out there. Just throw it out there in the universe. Throw it out there. He's, he's a comedian. He's a comedian. You know, Take it with what you will. And you know, what's so funny about a comedian that, Sometimes the jokes aren't funny. You ever right. thought about that? Was it funny? Guess what? <laughs> I laughed at it. I laughed at it. I mean, it wasn't like revolutionary. It wasn't like the most. It wasn't like Dave Chappelle fucking saying, I'm so fucking great where I pick a punchline and the fucking fishbowl and I'm about to say it and you're not even going to catch until I do it. That's not, it wasn't like that. It was just a fucking joke. Obviously, a any any from fucking birth to fucking 15 your your dad is not gonna call you a hoe you know definitely not publicly you know and i've seen i've seen people's replies like his matches is over the years bitch guess what he's not fucking martin luther king jr right who gives a fuck about a message in a fucking stand-up like there's no message you don't just don't take and which is which is weird because the the title of a stand up is like the title of a book. They, uh, fucking I don't uh, zero fucks given. Okay, you're expecting someone to not give a fuck. Um, what now? Okay, you're expecting try to see what the what Kevin is doing now in his present life. I get it, but it is just important to know that this is not a guy that is a presidential nominee like people fucking going at fucking kevin as if he's fucking donald trump which right. is maybe a bad comparison but you get what i'm saying like this is comedian i've heard worse i mean goodness fucking what's his face um i fucking i'm, bl- I'm blanking out um, he's he's right he you know he was like jerking off on the phone with the girl and he calmed down on himself um <laughs> Um, he's <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a description for me to go. <laughs> I thought you would have known. Um, I, I, oh, Louis C.K. Goodness, like Louis C.K. says some very outlandish, wild stuff, <laughs> and it's wild. But guess what? It's funny, and guess what? It's a joke. Like in this in this day of what's going on comedians are so necessary um i.e dave Chappelle, because and for dave Chappelle though which is a rarity he is not he is fucking god to these other comedians he's no longer just telling jokes he is a he is a storyteller he is an artist he's a creator and that is what he is now he's not just telling jokes but he can i mean think about it you make a very great point, even though it's a point I'm making. Um, uh, Sticks and stones. They killed him. The 
The critics killed Dave Chappelle, gave him zero on Rotten Tomato. But guess what? They let the, and at first they didn't let the, the audience give reviews, but they let that thing go 99%, 100% great, you know? Right. And so I wish Dave would drop very soon. I think he is though. He's doing a, he's doing a Texas run. And he's he's fucking with uh he's with Joe Rogan too, and it, uh, back to what what Kevin is like. Listen, if it was if he was trying to become president, if he's just giving a speech at a at a fucking memorial, and he said, "Yo, my daughter's a hoe," okay, that's disrespectful. <laughs> but when you're a comedian, no rules whatsoever. That's right. the thing about being a comedian, and I think. It, it is, um, I think because of the sensitivity now and when, and a, a lot of, a lot of the comments I've seen were from black women and I get it because of how dang, I don't want to say how dangerous words can be within whatever platform it is, but you have to realize if you don't like something, block that person, block what they said. If you don't like something, you can block, you can mute, you can report. If you don't like what is on Netflix, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can like click on it and like, okay, I don't want to see this again or whatever. Yeah, or just don't watch it. Oh, that's such a fucking great idea. Or just don't watch yeah. it. <laughs> you know, like it's 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 amazing how it's like such a simple solution. It is. It's like, it is. Do you remember when um, you remember like when the iPhone six came out? I think we were like in ninth grade, maybe something about the that. iPhone six came out, and there was like Ben Gate. Yeah, I remember that. Right, where people were bending their iPhones, and then I'm just looking at all this, and I'm like, maybe don't try and bend your fucking phone. Yeah. Like, normally when I get like valuables, I try and take care of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people are like acting like this is a problem. Like, have you tried just not bending your phone? Have you tried not hurting yourself? You're hurting yourself. It's like giving someone a laptop. It's like me giving you a laptop. You fucking you put that shit on your knees and you break it in half, and then you and then you tell me like, "Yo, this laptop broke when I tried to break it." Exactly. Yeah. No shit. Like yeah. Kind of like with Dave Chappelle on his last special. You clicked on my face. Remember that. You clicked on my face. Nobody forced you to watch the shit. And if you and if you knowing now before ever watching it, what is said on Kevin Hart's special, and you still get mad at it, that's on you. That is entirely up to you. These are grown people being upset over some shit like this. You can boycott. Y'all boycott Versace for a month or a week. Y'all boycott fucking Louis Vuitton and Gucci for two weeks. You know, boycott yeah, for two weeks. That's a good yeah. point, man, because like, that's the longest it'll last. <laughs> no, for real. Okay, then boycott Kevin Hart. I mean, it's not going to hurt him <laughs> at all, but it's it's just a simple solution. No, no one should call their daughter or girl a hoe or allude to them having whole tendencies that is disrespectful obviously but if you are a comedian 
you're watching a stand-up, you're you're watching someone stand doing a stand-up, they have no rules whatsoever. You have to understand that. Not to mention, what is a comedian? Someone that tells jokes. Not every joke is gonna hit. Right. Okay. And it's so hard for for like um comedians like Kevin Hart who have been in the game for so long and now like you were saying earlier they're at the point where okay let's say like earlier on in Kevin's career he'd try and like make a lot of jokes like connecting to the African-American community but now as he's getting older and advancing throughout his career he's becoming very successful putting him in positions that not many people of his stature have been into so now he's becoming almost like I don't want to say disconnected because he's not disconnected, but he's perceived to be disconnected. It's the same thing. And, and which makes makes creating content so much harder. And yeah. I don't think people understand this because it's like, okay, how, okay, your special, when was his last special? Um, Before this one? Yeah, was it? Uh, it was about two years ago. Or okay, not, so it was like last year. Right. So uh, Irresponsible tour. Yeah, right, after right, that yeah. cheating stuff. So imagine making that special and you're already Kevin Hart. Like a year ago, he's still at peak fame. Now you want to make another one a year, a year later. What's different? You know, yeah. you're going to have to think of content, which is hard because it's, it's hard to think of any variations when you're already Kevin Hart and arguably at mm-hmm. the peak of your fame. I mean, this is the most famous. I think Kevin Hart probably will be, yeah. um, which is, which is respectable because he's very famous, but I mean, it's just hard making content. It, it is. And that's the thing with jokes. Like, And also, I'll let you continue, but Kevin Hart, he's going to try and there's going to be a lot of backlash just because of just some of his past actions. Like he's like, uh, I don't necessarily like um, with the tweets. Oh, about think, his son. Yeah. Uh, and he brought big tweets. Yeah. And I think he was talking about this on the Joe Rogan podcast. Which, by the way, him like stepping down from being the host of the Grammys, I thought was Oscars. Oh, sorry, yeah, Oscars. Um, I thought it was unfortunate because I want to see him host the Oscars, but I thought that that was the best thing he should have done. It's like, okay, I don't want to do this. I don't even need to do this. Like, right. you guys need me. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm, I'm glad. I wish he would have. Um, I wish I, I would love to see him hosting the Oscars, but. If you're going to have the whole, if you're, if the committee of the Oscars isn't even going to like respect you or like you, what's the point of running it? Like, yeah, he's got, he's got a lot bigger things to do. And those tweets were 10 years ago. People can, not saying people, all people do, people can change. Not to mention, let's, let's not get into the context of a tweet. If I tweet something a minute ago, guess what? I have the right to change my mind. Right. I do. You know, what obviously what he said was at a higher severity. Not back then, but now because it resurfaced. But he apologized. Yeah, he went on an apology tour. Ellen, New York, everywhere. He said right. it's sorry. You know? And it's like just, obviously it's it's just a tweet. Like I you can't necessarily apologize for a lot of stuff. Like let's for example say like there's a celebrity with rape accusations and they're proven a rape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no coming back from that at all, yeah. but over a tweet and which he did apologize for. And he, and he did acknowledge that it was wrong. Mm-hmm. 
just get over it because people can change. And what's like, I think like, especially seeing a lot of these very successful people in their fields, I think seeing them have flaws is awesome. Yeah. And they it's can talk like, about it. Not, yeah. They're not being flawed on purpose, mm -hmm. but I just like the fact that, yeah, they're flawed too. And so even, like, even Dave, like, it was a joke. He was obviously joking because he, he was like the, the tweet was about his son playing with a dollhouse and everything like he would have to buy his son a dollhouse in order to, you know what I mean? In order to break in everything. I don't I just I feel like the sensitivity level. Goodness, look, I am light skin and my favorite rapper and artist is Drake and I'm a cancer. Guess what? I'm not that. I'm not even nearly as sensitive as y'all. Whenever I see the um, on Twitter, on social media, I'm like fucking Vegeta. It is fucking over 9,000 on the sensitivity level. It's crazy <laughs> how much people allow themselves to be upset about things. I'm not upset about it because I know Kevin. I mean, I guess I know him a bit personally. I know Kevin enough to know where his heart lies. Okay. Right. So I know what he's saying is not, not to mention, I know where his heart is and I know what he is doing. He's a comedian. You know, I just feel as though like grown people don't, grown people are not understanding stuff no more. I, it, I might be being in the house too much or people just really want to have something to say, you know, because it, it was, it was wild. <laughs> it, it was, it was wild. And at times I'm like, to, to me because of how new it was you know how on on how it wasn't really something that looked like a setup you know it being in this house I'm it, I would say unpredictable but it wasn't like a normal uh normal stand-ups tour or nor, normal special premise or you know setup and so it kind of looked like he was like a lit like uh should I say this right now is this right time to say this like it kind of he kind of looked a bit like um off uneasy about what he was saying like he was coming up with it kind of felt like but listen man listen i'm not gonna tell y'all what y'all supposed to do i'm just gonna say y'all don't have to respond y'all don't have to watch it y'all don't have to like it i i liked it more than the other one the other one felt a bit that one i've seen a point where like he's no longer making jokes for black people or anything he's making jokes for the white people whatever guess what i don't like that i don't like that because i don't think any comedian should just make jokes for a certain demographic even if you are that demographic that is laugh laughing i want everyone to be able to laugh you know if i was just to be making jokes to light skins I think that's offensive because everyone should have a be able to laugh. You know, everyone has a right to laugh and be to, you know what I mean? To have a, to be a part of a joke or to, you know, so he he's obviously make he's obviously he's Coca-Cola. Kind of like I say about Drake. Drake is fucking iPhone. He's he's Apple. You know, Kevin, Kevin Hart is Coke. You know, he's he's Lay's. He's Apple. He's Sony. He's a brand. And so he has to be extra careful about what he says. And the fact that he even said what he was saying, it was like, okay, yeah, I guess he really doesn't give a fuck, you know? But he could have said worse. He could have said worse. He really could have. But he, he obviously does give a fuck. 
and it's sad. It's just, it's a bit sad because I don't think he um I don't I, I really don't know because he's so successful in everything. And I, to a degree, I believe that he really doesn't care about what other people say, but just what he is displaying on Twitter says otherwise. And so I'm a bit um I'm a bit worried about him. But just to conclude, girls, daughters, no matter what age, are not hoes, should not be said they're a hoe by their dad. But because this is a stand-up, it's funny. It's supposed to be, at least. And moving on from Kevin. Goodness, Kevin, you've taken a lot of time up. Um, I have a question. What is your favorite season? Spring, summer, fall, winter? I'd say, like, either summer or winter. Winter is... I feel like I associate, like, summer with, like, summer break, mm -hmm. which is nice because that's, like, a three-month period. Right. compared to like winter where winter i only associate winter from like november 26th which is thanksgiving i believe um, to what did you do for thanksgiving after you after you uh, just with like the family it was like simple we didn't have like, like you didn't even have turkey no we did have turkey i don't even like turkey though it's ah no pillage did you uh, have ham no wow too good for ham uh vegan actually so oh look at you um uh i don't really celebrate thanksgiving i don't i don't celebrate thanksgiving i don't celebrate christmas i don't celebrate holidays i've come to that as i've just aged like i don't i'm no longer interested you know what i mean like um christmas christmas is just a ploy in my opinion I feel as though Christmas just employed to get everyone buying their old stuff so companies can make room for their new stuff. You know, I don't yeah. think um, Christmas is something that I should be looking forward to anymore. You right. know, I don't. I, yeah, I feel you. It's not necessarily, like, I don't care necessarily about like the tradition itself or the day. Maybe only the good thing about it is like if it's like a chance to bring people together. I like that aspect, but I like that. Yeah. yeah if, for example, if if there's just no no plans, I'm not gonna do anything special for that day. It's just another day. But see, I can do that any day. That can be, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like Thanksgiving. I feel as though that should be for every more than just one day of the year. You know, that's literally a day because of having, I mean, more jobs are letting people off or whatever. People can take off and have that day off. I feel as though that should that should not just be a one occurrent thing, you know. Like it's just weird. Like some some people can only see each other. Like I live in California, and my family lives in Ohio, and only one day of the year we can actually be able to arrange seeing each other. It's trash, or maybe two because of Christmas. Like it's just trash, you know. If if even, you know. But um, for me though, like. I, I was I was talking to someone and like um I was talking to someone really awesome. We were just talking about like um a certain group of a certain religion, they are starting to celebrate Christmas because it is not about it doesn't really come from a religion, it's just a day to share with family and give gifts. You know, I understand that Christmas derives from being a pagan holiday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I feel like because Christmas is so hand in hand with 
like Jesus and everything. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's right. I don't think that's, I don't think that's right. Like, mm -hmm. I understand like, cause Jesus was born. I don't think Jesus was born on the 25th. I think that's just when they decided to give him gifts. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a search real fast. Like when Jesus was born, Jesus born. But I don't think, um, I don't, I don't think Christianity holds to, uh, okay. Christ's birth is traditionally celebrated in the West on December 25th, but many Orthodox Christians celebrate Christmas on January 7th. Near the day is likely correct in light of several clues un uncovered by historians and informations in the Bible itself. The birth of Jesus is traditionally celebrated on 25th, although 37% of Christians, mainly in Egypt and Russia, celebrate on the 7th. Interesting. So really, it that doesn't tell me when he was actually born. That just tells me when people celebrated, right. you know? So, you know, that that, that kind of knocks off him the, the day Jesus was born just because you celebrate. My, my birthday was on a, was June 29th. I could celebrate it July 1st, you know? Right. And so I think um, a lot of people definitely in other religions are starting to be able to, are starting to celebrate it because it's not religious, it's not Christianity tied, it's not tied to any other type of religion. I like the idea of being together with everyone and giving gifts and receiving gifts. I like that idea. But because I don't like Santa Claus, who is obviously fake, I just don't like the, the fakeness of it. You know, like, I don't, I don't you know like that. that one, buddy. Don't, you don't I, know about that one, about Santa. Keep his name out your mouth, okay? He's fake and he's fat. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Fatophobic over here. No, I'm. Not... Wait, so <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> he's he... fat because, <laughs> well, he is fat. Lay out the cookie, Santa. Okay. How can it be fake and fat? <laughs> How is that even possible? He's a fake fatty. <laughs> um, no, because nobody can just touch the nose and just magically enter a house, like. Nobody fat can enter a fucking chimney. Listen, Santa, that chimney gonna be lit. <laughs> you gonna be lit too, burning up in this bitch. I'm <laughs> 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 gonna be a fat ass Santa on fire, goddamn. Listen, like, yeah, like, no, man, you can't, you know, man, Santa Claus is fake. Goodness. Stop, stop. Intern, that putting your stop eating the fucking system. That's what they want you to do. Spend money, you know. And I, I do it. Fuck it, you know what I mean. Like when I have kids, you know, whenever I'm married with kids and everything, um, Christmas is going to be something that we talk about. You know, it's gonna be an interesting conversation. I'm we definitely will um give our kids Christmas. That's something that I don't want. And just that's and that's the thing. Just because I don't celebrate whatever, that doesn't mean I'm just about to shit out on for everybody. It's just something I don't do. I don't look. For, I don't look up anyway. I don't wake up looking for the Thanksgiving or Christmas. I don't, it's just whatever. It's just a day. Same with my birthday. I don't do that. You know, I just go. I go to the movies, but I go to the movies all the time. It's just oh, it's around my birthday, you know, or it's on my birthday. But isn't it's it's whatever. But um. I don't remember what I was saying. 
Santa Claus, fake Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. I'm I'm gonna give my kids Christmas. We're gonna give our kids Christmas, but I will let them be able to. You that's the thing as a parent. Do I tell them Santa Claus is fake, or do they learn the hard way? <laughs> you know, like they're gonna learn the hard way from a, a from a kid somewhere. And see, that's another thing. I'm a I'm a private. I'm gonna have my kids homeschooled. I want my kids homeschooled because that will eliminate a lot of negative information, a lot of very bad information being put in their brain. And so if I can eliminate that, that is something that we're gonna, that is something that we're going to work out. By the time what middle school, if they if they have any desire to go to public school or a private school to be around other kids their age and make, like that's the thing. Just because they're going to be homeschooled doesn't mean they're not going to have friends. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to have friends. They're going to go on play dates and everything. But if they want to have that experience of going to public or private schools, so be it. You know, if they want to learn, hey, the difference in the learning environment, you know what I mean? So be it. I want to have, with my kids, my kids are going to have options, you know? Our kids are going to have options and they're going to be able to explore for themselves. But I, if I can eliminate certain unnecessary um, negative experience, like I don't want them to like come home from learning fuck or faggot or bitch. I don't want, I don't want them saying that, you know, because me, I was in middle school. I was in elementary school. Someone's in a, they're going to, they're going to sound clip you bro on that one. <laughs> you're canceled you're done fucking and i'm gonna be on their side too because i heard what you said yeah yeah you're here real time um i don't mess with it yeah you know <laughs> but you get what i'm saying like if yeah. i if that can be eliminated i'm gonna I'm go for it you know because i was in elementary school in middle school definitely middle school bitch faggot Fag, like I was not only was I hearing this, sometimes it'd be direct. I mean, it would be directed to me sometimes that I have to deal with that, you know. And so if I can eliminate my kid having to go through that, I'm a, I'm gonna do it. So who's gonna be bullying them at home? Is it gonna be me? Um, yeah, Uncle Sean. I mean, you you're gonna be bullying them with love, you know, buying them all sorts of things and toys, and that's the thing, toys are expensive, not just a toy. Okay, listen, you don't just give your kid one toy. <laughs> Toys are like 10,000 a year. Think about it. Your kid, your kid, as, as that kid gets older, they're gonna they're gonna be with the little blocks and they're gonna be with the teddy bears and your girl, your daughter's gonna be with the babies and listen, they're gonna be with the remote control cars. They're gonna be in the cars driving. Those things are like a hundred and something. They're going to get the food toys, play food. They're going to get the Play-Doh. They're going to get the bubbles. Oh, they kids love bubbles. Kids love some bubbles. They're going to, that's like 10 grand a year. A year. Not only you, not only are you buying it, birthdays, grandparents, aunties, uncles, you know, cousins, getting these babies kids, um, toys. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it sounds like you're making a great, case and not have kids <laughs> yeah no no kids 2020 
moving forward. Um, I love kids. Kids are the future. And if I can raise my kid to be the best and be in the best, you know, space as they can be. <laughs> no kids 2020. I hope no kids in 2020. There's only a month left. This is this is easy. The lead is up. We're up like 40 points. <laughs> Yo, if we blow. Yo, if I blow this lead. <laughs> I don't even know if it's possible. Actually, there it is. It is if you somehow Listen. do it. If I if I splash on a ting and then 40 days, just that's gonna be worse than fucking going state blowing a 3-1 lead. That's like blowing a 4-0 lead, man. Lead. You blow a 4-0 lead. <laughs> How you blow a 4-0 lead? That's what it's gonna be. Blowing a 4-0 lead, bro. That is crazy. Yeah, that baby's gonna come in eight. <laughs> that be- listen, that baby gonna be ten years old in a month. <laughs> listen, oh my god, that's some funny shit, man. Honestly, um, what else do we have to talk about? What's on the docket? Oh, okay. Oh, I love that we're here. I love that we're here. Um, I like to get to the good stuff and the good stuff. Are you still with me, Cheyenne? Yep. The good stuff. As you, as everyone knows on this platform that we like to use responsibly, we like to preach that all black lives matter. We, we like to preach and, um, let be aware that we love, all people from all ethnic groups, backgrounds, religious, sexual orientation, sexual preferences. <clears throat> and I, as we've been doing for a little bit, we've been scav- scavenging the internet to find different um, organizations for you to support. And the one that I found, this is my turn to do this week, is, and I hope I'm not mispronouncing this one, the Audrey Lord Project. And about this project is, <clears throat> this is a lesbian, gay, bisexual, two-spirited, trans, and gender non-conforming people of color center for community organiza- organ- organizing, focusing on the New York City area. Um, this, I mean, it was it it blew my mind just reading all the other different organizations, but this one is for New York City. In the in in the New York City area, I would like to I would like to um, reference another organization, but about this one to it's it's really nice, definitely for like having in in certain um, cities like Los Angeles, as big as it is, Miami, how big is it is it is as it is in New York City, as as big as it is, that it can have these um, these organizations that are focusing on these on these type of matters in this community because it's, it, you know, in New York is so big, people can get lost, you know what I mean? Communities can, can, can really get lost in the system or not, not even lost, but not even found, if, that's, uh, if that makes any sense. Like, it doesn't even get, um, it's not even under the radar, it's just not on the radar, if that makes any sense. Right. And I'm, I'm so happy because, I mean, New York, it should be on the radar, of course, because of the diversity and everything, same with LA. 
um, I'm just glad that these type of um, projects are out, these type of organizations out. Uh, another one that really, really was, it just really touched my heart, the Black Trans Travel Fund. This one pays for card ride services for Black trans women in New York and New Jersey to help them access self-determined, safer alternatives, alternatives to travel. That one really was just amazing because um, I, I never thought about it. I never, I never thought of that, like to have, you know, an organization that can help trans women, trans, black trans women, you know, specifically in this um, organization to get from place to B, from A to B safe. You know, and I think that's so helpful to um to everyone, definitely towards black um black trans women because it's already hard being black and it's already hard being trans. And when you mix those two together, it's um, like amplified. It's very amplified and it shouldn't. You know what I mean? It shouldn't, it, that should not be the case. And we all we love Shine and I, we love everyone, black trans women, um Hispanic trans women, white trans women, you know what I mean? Like we just love you and we hope that we can always be a, continue to be a supportive ally within everything, within your journey um, that you embarked, you know? Being to be your true self. That's what we want to embody to being is your true self, secure, happy, not having to look over your shoulder, not having to be, you know, tight, you know, grip your purse or grip your belongings tightly when you're walking down the street. You know, we believe that women can be able to go out at night, trans or non-trans women, uh, CIS, cis women should be able to go out for a jog, go for a walk at nighttime and be safe and secure. You know, right. it's, um, it's, it's a work in progress you know we as humans we still have a lot to a lot to learn but um i think this is a i think this is it i think this is a this has been great to do i hope if anything <sighs> um don't cancel us please <laughs> no, no, who's us who's us oh get out of here whatever i'm not man. in the same boat as you buddy shout out yadi but the same little boat um as as always it's nice it's always a pleasure doing this with you every week i don't know how long we're gonna be able to do this because you know jumping ship and everything but <laughs> um thank you bro this was this was great i much thank you i needed this you know again all black lives matter we love lgbt community um please have a good rest of your night can't wait to see you uh, again till next time. All right. Shout out Yachty, but this ain't a little boat.